You're listening to the weekly community Discord stage, where every Monday the community and myself get together and talk about Minecraft, usually a little bit about anime as well, and anything else that sparks our interest. This week we're talking about an AI that learned to play Minecraft by watching 40,000 hours of videos on YouTube. We also talk about the incredibly well-designed stronghold in Minecraft Dungeons, a little bit about Project Aussie, and then finally finish things off with mid-month minigames. A new monthly minigames event I'm starting with a few other content creators. If you want to join in on the shenanigans and catch this podcast live, you can do so at 6pm Mountain Time every Monday, where we're hanging out talking in our Discord server. And if you want to send in any of your own questions, you can either do so live or send in an email to us at spontaneous at gmail.com. I didn't really plan out how we were going to start this. I know I'm really excited to talk about this AI at some point. You know, why don't we just jump into that right now? So there's an AI that these developers created that learned to play Minecraft by watching 40,000 hours of it on YouTube. And they went through a couple different stages of showing what the AI was capable of. And it started out with just being able to do some basic things like moving around, chopping down trees, getting some basic resources. But eventually, after enough, I don't remember at what point of watching the... uh, I'm not sure at what point of watching the hours of, of Minecraft content it was able to do it. But it's able to... They were able to send it off to go play the game. And it was able to go and make itself a diamond pickaxe. Which there's, it's not, that's not always a simple thing, right? There's a lot of steps in place to be able to go and basically to craft a diamond pickaxe, right? You've got to go and explore the world. You've got to go mining underground. You've got to find the resources. And it's incredible to think about how this AI was capable of doing that. Um, <clears throat> what, what they ended up doing is they didn't just use raw footage. They had some sort of system in place where they were able to like, I don't know, mark things as like rewards for the AI so that the AI could know when it was doing good things or bad things. But it blows my mind. There's some ideas that they've got going with it where they're hoping to use this as like a footstone in order to kind of introduce the idea of uh, of kind of like quotation marks growing these AIs and using them to uh, help with with everything throughout the real day, everyday life, but to train it through video games, which kind of it's really not that's actually a pretty clever idea because you can build video games to have this sort of uh internal setup to whatever kind of scenario or situation you want and then you can craft it and tailor it to what you want the ai to learn and then from there the ai can just spend time growing and expanding its knowledge of, of that specific task and I'm just, I'm really excited to see where, what they go with or where they take this in the long run. It's, it's still kind of, I still think it's really cool. They started with Minecraft and so they, they were able to train it to basically go through and play Minecraft. Like it can build itself a basic home. It can build a shelter. It can go and hunt. It can go fishing. This AI is able to do all these different tasks in Minecraft, which, which kind of, kind of blows me away. So we'll, we'll see what they're able to do with it in the future. Um, there's some talk about using it in some other games right now to be able to help improve the AI of different bosses, which I'm assuming they'll put it through a bunch of tests to see how the AI goes and adjusts and uh, to different like attack patterns and things so they can use those to implement into the actual boss battles. But we'll see. We'll see where it goes with that. How's Buddy? You forgot to ask last night. Buddy's doing well. He's uh, I think he had a shaking fit today while I was cooking supper, it wasn't a bad one. So we gave him some treats. So he was able to munch down on those and it, it distracted him enough for the shaking fit to stop. But other than he's been doing great. I don't think we, he's had a fit that at least that we've seen in a, in a very long time. So <clears throat> yeah, an AI that learned to play Minecraft by watching 40,000 hours on YouTube. That's insane. 
I wonder what kind of games they would do next. I feel like if you're going to train an AI on a video game or, or through a video game, open worlds games, I feel like might be, I wonder if it'd be better to do an open world game or something more, more, um, <clears throat> how do I, how do I word it? Something more like <clears throat> focused in, like, for example, like if you were to send it through Minecraft versus Call of Duty, right? Because Call of Duty has all these very specific levels where you can only go through the levels to get to the end. Whereas with Minecraft, it's so open that it, it learns to go like different routes. I don't know. I don't know. We need to see this AI in a Minecraft PvP server. Ah, oh, that'd be crazy. Is that you, Arkham? I think that's you, Arkham. Hi, Arkham. <laughs> see how toxic it... Oh, no. Well, there's there was an AI that they put on the internet. on a, or There's a few different AIs they put on different websites around the internet. One of them was 4chan for a while, and I believe it ended up becoming this absolutely terrible, just racist, degenerate AI that the comments and posts they would make were just the most horrendous, horrific things because it's just the AI just spent its time reading posts and articles and consuming all that stuff from uh, from 4chan and different places like that. And then it just became it became an abomination. <laughs> The kind of AI that you're just like, look, we got to put this down. <laughs> oh, man. I, but I feel like it wouldn't really matter what website you put something like that on. Because there's just so much toxic stuff that the that I think the average person like us, I, at least I'd like to think of us as average people, we're able to filter through it and kind of pick through the, the information and, and consume what it is that we want. But with an AI, it just consumes everything. So all those spam messages that bots go and uh, play, paste out on all these sorts of videos and posts, the AI reads it. It can't. It doesn't know how to determine whether or not it's a it's a bot or not. It just consumes it and goes from there. Although I don't remember, there's one Reddit apparently that's very very friendly, or, or it's it, or I shouldn't say really really friendly. There's a bunch of them that are really friendly, but there's one that's known as being one of the one of the top contenders for like the most wholesome Reddit, and it's it's something to do with math. I don't remember which Reddit it is. It's it's something to do with math and physics, where most of it is just people asking questions on how to do different math things, and then other people are responding like, oh yeah, you know, you just do this, you try that. There's no like, oh my god, how could you not get that? Or like, blah, 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 blah. it's just all helpful people, and I thought that was uh, that was really that was really nice to see. It just goes to show that math, math will bring us together as a people, right? <laughs> Through math, we will become better people. Uh, let's see. There was something else that I wanted to talk about too. Trying to, I'm scrolling through my notes here. We, my mom's going on a trip to tomorrow. I'm driving her to the airport first thing in the morning. She's going on a week long staycation. Well, can you call, I guess, you know, in the middle of the pandemic, I guess you can call it a staycation at a resort, right? Actually, that's a good question. If you go to a resort, is that a staycation? Right? Because a staycation is where you stay at home. You just relax. You don't really go anywhere. But when you go to a resort, you, it's basically just like a bigger house, but it's got a pool and uh, bars and booze, and you spend a lot more money. That's okay. All right. I'm going to mark that down. That's something we're going to have to research now and, and look a little bit more into. <laughs> Are resorts considered staycations? I was doing some recording for Project Aussie today. I was to get the Friday video out, and 
I'm using replay mod. If you don't know what replay mod is, replay mod is a mod you add into a mod pack or just Minecraft in general, where you go through, you just play through regularly, and then you hit the record button in your main menu for replay mod, and then it starts recording from that point until you hit end record. Then you can come back in after through replay mod, and you can basically, you can fly through, set cameras, do keyframes, have these animated camera movements going through the world just with your character as if as if the carry the game is just carrying on with you uh, as you go you can pause it rewind do all these different things it's really cool i love replay mod but every once in a while i get this f infuriating bug and i i don't know if it's a bug or what it is but i'll go and i'll i'll be getting a bunch of stuff recorded i'll save some camera angles i'll render out some different shots and then out of nowhere, everything just goes completely blurry. Whenever I go to render, it's like someone's put some sort of plastic film over the front of it. And the only way to fix it is to just delete it and record an entirely new thing. And it sucks because sometimes I'll get one shot done. I'll get a second shot done. And then the, I'll go and I'll set the camera for the third one. And I'll go to hit the record button and suddenly it just it, it just happens. And then as soon as as soon as it's done rendering it out, it goes back to its normal camera where I can go through and fly through everything, look at everything normally. But only as soon as I start rendering, it's just like, yeah, you know what? Let's just give you a problem. And I had a once in a lifetime shot because uh, we're in Project Aussie. For those that don't know, we're doing a bunch of space travel with that one. And I got a once in a lifetime shot where I had the rocket ta uh, blasting off of the launch pad, heading up into the sky. And you could see it, it was like the, the rocket was heading up and flying up and almost like disappearing in the sun. And it was beautiful. But then we had the I had the issue and the glitch come in. So the whole screen was completely blurred off. I couldn't see a single thing. And so now I got to go through and try and refilm the whole thing and see if we can get that shot to come in nicely. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I got another nice one out of it, though, from uh, la launching up the moon that kind of goes over where you can see the uh, the the earth or the overworld. Uh, what do you what do you call? It? I guess you just called the overworld <laughs> where you can see the overworld in distance. And it was oh, it was beautiful. Oh, so I don't know. I did a bunch of research. I looked into it. So a few people had pro the same kind of problem back in 2017 and then another person in 2015. But the only solutions to the problem were they were saying to turn off motion blur. But I don't know how to turn off motion blur. I didn't even know Minecraft had motion blur. So I've got <laughs> I've got to go and look into that. I don't know if it's something added from a mod pack with some sort of like texture or resource pack that you that adding adding uh, added onto it. But there's no resource packs added onto the project aussie server so i'm not quite sure what we're gonna what we're gonna be able to do with that oh you're loving the space stuff oh god it's so good god how far have you made it into space have you have you launched a rocket at all but it's so expensive to build it really is i'm with uh with this friday's video i kind of give a little bit of a sneak peek of how it is that i've been able to go through some of the process of building things and then hopefully you'll see it and you'll be like mm, okay yeah all right i gotta go set that up and then it should make your make your life a million times easier because I think Peaches and Sigma have been working on their rockets for a long time now and the especially going from the tier three to the tier four is absolutely miserable you have to go to get to tier four rocket you have to go and harvest a bunch of mercury ore and then the mercury ore uh, gets hard or processed into all these different resources that are added into <clears throat> Uh, like added into different parts to build the rocket. But the problem that we're facing right now is 
until we get past Mercury, there's no easy way for us to reduce the levels of our own radiation. And once your radiation maxes out at 100%, you start taking ongoing damage whenever you're on these different planets. And so you can use things like a cryo chamber or a bed to sleep and it removes 5% radiation, but it only ever removes 5%. So when you're at 100%, it removes 5% of 100%. When you're at 95%, it removes 5% of 95%. And so it gradually gets harder and harder and harder to remove all the radiation from yourself. Eventually, there's these different items we can craft. And the this structure or this item that we can build, like this decontamination chamber that we can go into. And it's supposed to really help reduce the radiation. But we, uh, we're not at a point where... We're able to get to that, so you're gonna have to automate crafting and growing the materials needed for space. So most of the resources you need for the spaceships, you can't actually grow. You have to go and harvest them from the planets. You can. I'm positive you won't be able to once you get going, because there's no. Um, at least I know there's a bunch of ore and stuff you have to get off of Mars and Mercury that isn't a part of the uh, the mod pack that adds all the plants. Yeah, so you're on your own with that i mean well i mean not like, like on your own yeah well for tier one tier one is all the stuff to do with um the overworld and i think there's a couple of resources you need for tier two that you can get off uh that you can grow as well but 90 percent of it for tier three is from the planet and 100 percent of it for tier four is uh the next plant the next group of planets after so it's uh and there's there's 10 tiers of rockets it's <laughs> this is gonna be miserable uh what space mod do you use we're using galacticraft and the galacticraft extra planets mod i'm oh i really want to get to the the top tier rockets because there's this whole other universe or yeah universes no not universe galaxies there's three or no there's four different galaxies in total each one with its own unique planets one of them's got a bunch of Star Wars themed planets, so I'm really excited to see the kind of stuff that's located on those. And then I was looking through some of the different items in Galacticraft when I was trying to find some recipes for the Tier 4 rocket. And there's these almost candy cane looking like blocks. I There's a planet out there somewhere that I think is just covered in candy. <laughs> every block, everything on it, I think is just some sort of candy thing, and I'm really excited for it. We could probably use some space ores as a replacement for diamond in trading. That is a possibility. The diamond trading has definitely gone downhill for us because, I mean, most, most of you guys can just grow it. But I'm not sure with the next, with this Friday's video and next Friday's video, I'm not sure what's going to happen. There's going to be some interesting changes coming up. So uh, it, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be interesting to see where, what direction things go. So we'll, I can't, I'm afraid to, I don't want to spoil anything because I don't know how far we're going to get into stuff this week for and next week. So I can't really say much more than that, but you haven't seen anyone using the cyber components for trades. Well, I've, since we talked about the idea of the cyber components for trades, I think it was last week or the week before. I don't remember. I've found maybe two of the mobs that drop cyber components. And I think I got one cyber component from the one of them. The other one didn't drop anything. Uh, the highest spacecraft you can do is tier 10, you think? Yeah, tier 10 is the... Well, we have... There's tier 10, and then there's another mod as well that adds this kind of like SpaceX theme to, I think, another tier of rocket. But I don't know exactly... I don't know if it replaces the tier 10 rocket, or, or I don't know if you... Yeah, I don't know if it replaces it where you can use it or the tier 10, or if it's another kind of rocket above it. Because there's a bunch of 
planets and galaxies that are farther out where they've got question marks on them for what their tier is. So I don't know if there might be some research and kind of uh, exploration we have to do to be able to discover what it is to uh, to get them. You have to disassemble the cyber salvage to get the components. Yeah, I didn't get any cyber salvage. Or I didn't, I didn't get anything to, dis to disassemble from one of them. I got to disassemble the stuff from the other one still. But I haven't really gotten into that mod pack at all yet. I think I've got maybe two or three different items I can use. So I'm still uh, I'm still working. I, although I've spent most of my time in my base building stuff. <laughs> I've been trying to get some sets built for this Friday's video. I'm not sure how far along I'll be able to get with it, but we'll uh, see where it goes. You haven't played the other planets yet? Also, oh, Wolf, you've been playing on the on this mod pack or you've played on this mod pack before. Wait, Wolfie, didn't you just say you were late for work? If you're late for work, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Unless you're in a bus somewhere or something like that listening. That's totally fine. But if you're if you're just like chilling at home, you're just like, well, I'm late already, you know. <laughs> Maybe it might be a good idea to go to work. You've neglected your base's aesthetics? Well, Godril, I was, I had a scare earlier where I logged onto the server and I was walking around and I'm like, oh my god, where did Godril's base go? Godril's base is gone. What happened? I couldn't figure it out. And then I was snooping around and I, I walked up towards the entrance. Bus and I'm like, oh, because when you it shows the dirt block. But when you get close enough, it shows the little tooltip of what the block actually is. And it was like the force field or something. And I was just like, OK, OK, that's cool. Because you'd spent a little bit of work where you had this almost window looking like thing uh like you had your normal door or entrance to come in and then up above it on the hill there was that uh window kind of thing and i think you still have the window but now we can't see it it's all just dirt <laughs> all right you're gonna go be responsible wolfie we i enjoy having you here and i'm more than happy to keep you here but if you're gonna be late for work <laughs> you shouldn't go to work um, oh, also, myself and Sigma, we started talking a little bit. We're still, we're still, I'm hoping we're still months away, right? There's still tons that we can do and that we want to do with this mod pack. But we started discussing ideas of the next mod pack we're going to go to after um, Space Astronomy 2. Uh, you're hiding your base before you unveil it for public eyes. Nice. Hopefully I'm not messing anything up, Godro, by building my rocket uh, ship on top of your, <laughs> on top of your base. Oh, but yeah, we've been we've been discussing. I don't want to I won't talk about it too, too much. But if anybody's listening and they're just like, oh, you know what? I got some cool mod pack ideas. Definitely send them our way. We're looking for something less tech intense. Uh, we want to change things up. Something a little bit more simplified, probably like a like a very low, low impact mod pack. That's not the right word of, of putting it. A very. Uh, very cleaned up, simple mod pack. That's what we're looking for for the next one. <laughs> Vault Hunters? <laughs> Vault Hunters might be the complete opposite of a simple, you know, cleaned up mod pack where there's not really anything intricate and intense. Because Vault Hunters, that's... Oh, God. Vault Hunters, we could spend... We could spend years on that and still have more content to, to kind of sift through and uh, fiddle around with but one of these days we might do something with it is vault hunters 2 public yet or is or is that still private because i know there's the vault hunters 2 group on youtube and they've been playing vault hunters 2 but i don't i know for a long for a, a good portion of it being up there's uh vault well vault hunters 2 is like the second edition of it so it's the newer version where it's got a bunch of new stuff and modifications and changes to it and the group on youtube 
or the YouTubers that are a part of the Vault Hunters 2 server are the only ones with access to it right now. Nobody else has access to it unless they've released it, but I don't think it went public yet. Because I'm always keeping my eye open on the mod pack forums to see kind of what shows up. And I haven't seen anything new yet. You've just been watching Iskal85 playing it? Who's Iskal85? I'll have to look that up. Um, oh! Okay. Okay, kind of changing, changing gears here for a second. Minecraft Dungeons. We just finished getting... all. So we... I forgot about this, but last week we finished the Nether DLC. Oh, he created the mod pack. Oh, interesting. He's got to be playing the second one then right now. I think they still call it just Vault Hunters. But I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they're doing it's considered Vault Hunters like 2.0. Because that was the that was the big announcement when that when their server launched a couple months ago, I think. But yeah, we finished another DLC and then we went and we collected all the eyes of end or yeah, the eyes of uh, the eyes of the end Ender eyes. Yeah, the Enderize. We finished collecting all of those, and then we went to the Stronghold. And my god, was it amazing. The way it was all built and put together. Oh my god. It's like they've got... They've got these expert, fantastic, beautiful artisans that just craft these magnificent structures. And I want to experience them in regular Minecraft. I know one of the viewers today mentioned that they found someone who had built all of, or most of the... I believe they built most of the, the maps from Minecraft Dungeons in regular Minecraft. So you can, in, like in Java, so you can go around and explore them in first person. So when we finish dungeons, we're 100% going to go through and check out a bunch of those. I don't know if we'll actually play through them. I don't know if they're playable maps. We might just download the maps and fly through them in creative mode just to see what they look like. But uh, uh, I'm disappointed that the end portal is outside of the border. You were wanting to explore the end. That's fair. I think the end is just the, the regular end. I don't think there was anything added to it in this mod pack. I know there's a couple of resources that we don't get, but that's one of the things we've always kept with this with the packs we do here is we keep the world relatively a bit on the smaller side. And so it kind of limits us with certain things, which are frustrating at times, but it, uh, it kind of adds an, an element of what all are we going to be capable of doing? Who knows? And then we kind of go from there. I know in Asharia, we almost backtracked on that <laughs> because we had the end locked off from us. And it was one of the really fancy ones where we had to go and collect all the fancy eyes, but we, uh, it's just one of the things. It adds to the experience. I don't know if it adds in a positive or negative way yet, but we'll, we'll keep it going for another couple times and see, see kind of where it goes. I know if we were doing regular Minecraft and it was the same size and it locked off the end, it really adds this other element to the game where you don't have the elytra, you don't have the shulker boxes. There's certain things you don't have access to that kind of slows down the progression and it forces you to kind of approach it in different ways. And I've always, I don't know, I've always found that to be kind of exciting those, but when it's these modded servers where there's a lot of these mod packs and things that you get locked out of because of that, I still don't know if I fully like it or not. It's kind of like a love-hate, uh, love-hate relationship with it. But the, in some ways, I'm kind of glad that we never got access to the end in the Asharia SMP, the one we did before Vasan, or... The, uh, yeah, Asharia SMP, the one we did before Project Aussie, because there's a bunch of mobs and creatures that we're about to go and face in the end that I've never experienced before, and I'm very excited. Like, so the 
the trailer that we saw for the or I should say more of the cutscene that we saw when we were approaching and entering the end was magnificent. The way the camera panned through everything and that giant centipede kind of creature. If, if anybody in chat knows what I'm talking about, please don't spoil what it is or what kind of abilities it has. I'm very, very excited next Monday to find out what it can actually do. But it looks it's it's huge and it can create these portals that it climbs in and out of and all around. And it looks so cool. I've never seen anything like that before in Minecraft. I wonder, I still wonder if there's a lot of these creatures from Minecraft Dungeons that they, if they might add them into regular Minecraft at some point. Because there's so many blocks that I would love to see. But I don't know what they're going to do. I know we talked a little bit last week about if there was a, a biome that we would want to see updated next, what would it be? You definitely haven't seen that one? Oh, Arkham, it looks crazy. It's insane. Um... It's it's one of the most if we were to if you were to fight that thing in first person in regular Minecraft, I think it would be more terrifying than fighting the uh, oh, what's the the warden? I, I genuinely think it would be a more terrifying experience than the warden. And that's hard to say because the warden's already ridiculously powerful and uh, insane. I never want to experience that guy either. <laughs> But we, uh, yeah, there's, I think there's three mobs I've never seen. I know I've seen some of them because in Ashari, we had a bunch of the mobs that like teleported in and you'd have to fight a bunch of them, uh, in the overworld. They're definitely a lot more terrifying in Asharia than they were in Minecraft Dungeons. So I'm, uh, I'm, oh, you don't know who the Warden is? Oh, Ark, I mean, Ark, I guess you don't really keep up with Minecraft. The Warden is a new mob that you face underground that, um, it, it shows up, so there's these new underground cities within the deep dark that are these long time abandoned, they almost look like ruins of them or former selves. And inside these uh, these underground cities, there is this, uh, almost like this entity kind of, like we kind of call it an entity, it's like this called um, Shulk that spreads out throughout the ground, almost like this corruption. And then from the shulk come off these little tendrils that make these little, uh, um, they like, they make these little shaking sounds and these little, almost like, almost like the Koroks from Legend of Zelda, whenever they hear something or something happens nearby and in and amongst those areas, this thing called the warden can spawn out of the ground and it's this massive hulking creature, even with full netherite armor, it will two shot you. It almost fully kills you in one shot to begin with. And so this thing can't see, but it follows you by sound. So when it, if you break a block, if you take, if you run, if you jump, if you place blocks, it can hear those sounds and it chases after you. It's also got this weird beam attack, I think, that I've seen in a couple screenshots and some previews of it, but I don't know exactly how it works or what it does. I'm hoping, honestly, I'm hoping I never find out. <laughs> But it's, oh my god, it is one of the most terrifying things. It When you explore underground and you find one of these cities, Minecraft becomes a horror game when you are nearby. Because I think when the warden's around, your vision gets a little bit darker as well, so it's harder to see. And it, it basically has become a horror game. I, uh, I, I never want to experience it. But at the same time, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll have to eventually. We're, I'll, I'll be surprised if we get there in the hardcore playthrough. Oh, I forgot to post the picture from the hardcore playthrough again. I'll do that after I'll do that after this. But I I just I 
If we ever get to the point where we can go and explore one of those in hardcore, I'll be very surprised. I'll be even more surprised if we survive it. Oh, excuse me. Uh, a new thing I'm trying to get started. Uh, last week on Tuesday, I did a bunch of Minecraft minigames with some other streamers and content creators. And I'm wanting to do a repeating thing every month now with that. And I think it would be a lot of fun. Uh, at, at the at this moment, I'm calling it mid-month minigames, where every second last Tuesday of the month, uh, myself and, uh, and some other content creator friends, we get together and we play a bunch of minigames on Minecraft Realms. I think it'd be a lot of fun, because there was a bunch of minigames that they put together in Realms that we played on Tuesday that were just incredible. One of them, what I think my favorite one was... Uh, it was like this battle one where we were trying to like take different control points from the other people, but you had, I think there were 20 different classes you could choose or no, there were more of them. There was like, there was like 30 different classes. Cause there was f six different class categories where it was like, uh, like attacker, uh, tank, mage, ranger. I don't remember what the other ones were. And then inside each one of those, there were like four or five different classes you could choose from each with their own unique abilities. Some of them were really cool. There was one where you would like burrow underground and then like move through the ground and pop up and attack people. There was one where you would summon different minions that would then go out and attack for you. There was a there was one where you would go invisible and then when you reappeared, everything around your vicinity would become slowed gain uh get weakness and then i think you'd be able to do extra damage to it for a brief moment and then you'd be able to activate another power and like teleport back to where you originally used your thing there's just there's so many different things going on with that although i still don't think any of the mini games top what the, what was the one that there was the one we did on the the farewell twitch party before i when i did the switch over to youtube for streaming there was the the mini game where it was like you had one group of guards that had to go and find the thieves who were trying to sneak around and collect all the different treasure and loot from the museum. I don't remember what that one was called. That one was really good. Although, oh, but there was the missile one that we played where we you had two different opposing sides over top of the void and each side had these massive walls of glass that blocked their each other's like big giant ender portals and so you would have these different items that spawned in your hand that when you place them it would create this like tnt machine in front of you where it would be like tnt positioned with or tnt attached to slime blocks and pistons so it was like these flying machines that would then fly forward with the tnt so you'd be spawning different the different TNT flying machines to go and fly across and move towards the other person's glass wall so that hopefully the TNT would touch the wall activate and then explode and slowly break away the glass wall so you could eventually have one go through or blow up the other ender portal on the other side that one was so much fun although it ended up it was kind of neat how Chris was really clever with it where Chris Chris was to use the big brain moves to place the little TNT walk or TNT flying machines and then jump onto the flying machine and then ride it across. And then eventually Chris figured out too that uh, she could go and place the flying machine, jump onto the flying machine, run to the front of the flying machine, place another one on top of another block, which would spawn another flying machine in front of that. So she would be able to basically run onto one, place another one, jump onto that one, place another one. And it just kind of like this train that would take her all the way over to the other side. It was so cool. 
it was a lot of fun i really just there's so many fantastic mini games and i'm really excited to play through a bunch of them i'm really hoping that over time we start to build almost like this quotation marks playlist of the different mini games so that we can go and create our, our our top faves and then every once in a while come back and do like some more like bigger events with all of the different favorite mini games that we just couldn't ever get enough of and i think that would be a lot of fun oh i'm pumped for it i guess also yeah funny enough i messaged chris was the first person i messaged about it where i was like okay chris next month second last tuesday we're gonna do another thing of the mini games are you in it's the 19th and chris was like wait are you are you joking that's my birthday and i'm like well really so it turns out it's chris's birthday so in the middle of it we'll probably take a quick pause jump into a minecraft uh realm world where i've got like a birthday cake or something like that and we'll let chris blow it up or something i think that'd be kind of fun so it's uh i think it's gonna be a blast yeah i think this is unless there's anything you guys want to talk about i think this is going to be a shorter i think it's going to be a shorter discord stage usually we talk a little bit more about project aussie but I don't really know what I can talk about without giving away anything super kind of fancy or intricate that's coming up in the next, uh, this Friday's video. Yeah, we're going to wrap things up here. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you later.
And that's another episode. Thanks for hanging out this far. And if you want to catch more of my content, there's a link to my Discord in the podcast episode notes. And if you want to catch this podcast live, you can do so at 6 p.m. Mountain Time every Monday where we're hanging out talking in our Discord server. You can also find me on youtube.com spontaneous with weekly video uploads on Fridays, as well as I'm live on YouTube at the same place every Monday to Wednesday from 8 a.m. Mountain Time to around 10 a.m. Sometimes a little longer. It all depends on what we're doing. 